Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. If that's the case, let me make this announcement today. Mark this, 518-23, a.m. The Diamondbacks even get to the World Series. I will sell all of my Cubs yeah. stuff and become a Diamondbacks fan. <laughs> if they even get there, not even win. Because yeah, there's too much magic going on. This is the kid from left field. They make movies about this. This is angels in the outfield, except for instead wow. of angels, it's just pigeons. <laughs> I will become a Diamondbacks fan through and through, top to bottom, I will abandon my loyalty to the Cubs because there's mystical magic that's happening around them. Every 20 years, they kill a bird and win a championship. Oh, my God. We'll have uh, Flag Lady and Dove Man. (laughs) I'm in. Shut up. It didn't really happen, did it? (laughs) Good morning, everybody. It's 546 here in the morning sickness. It's... Diamondback superfan John Holmberg here with yes! his friend Brady Bogan and his Diamondback <laughs> mascot jersey. White Sox fan for now until they move to Nashville. Uh, Brett Fesley in Toledo. We are the morning sickness. <laughs> Very un- like like the rest of you wondering what in the absolute just happened to this city, to that team, to everything in sports, to the to my Cub stuff. And you pricks won't let me off the hook either because I'm getting thousands of emails. What are you going to do with all your crap? You better back your words up. And I'm like, all right. I said it in May, the 18th of May of this year, that clip I just played with wholehearted laughter in my heart, making bets that same day that the Mercury and Diamondbacks would go to their uh, you know respective championship games. Laughing hysterically at the odds. If it wasn't for the Mercury, you'd have a lot of money. (laughs) No kidding. Like $178,000 on a $20 bet. God damn it if the Diamondbacks aren't in the World Series. And damn it if I don't feel great about it. They kill birds. Uh, PETA's not going to want this. They're going to want me to shut up. They're animal rights activists. There's something to their bird sacrifices. You're right. Last night we talked about it yesterday. Will they bring that up? Somebody's got to. We'll do it. We eat skirt. They kill a bird. They go to the championship. Now, they can't do it on purpose. Just has to happen. Just has to happen naturally. Every time they murder a bird while they're warming up or playing the game. I said it in the clip. It's just magic. We thought it was funny when Zach Gallen did it. Like, oh, my God. This is the only team in the world who's done that. Never in the history of baseball can I remember another player Whacking a bird with a ball accidentally. And it's happened to this team twice. Both times they go to the World Series because of it. Here's some more magic, Diamondback fans, as, again, Disney continues to write the Corbin Carroll life script. All the dates of the World Series coincide with the exact same dates that uh, were 2001's World Series against the Yankees. Game one started 27th, 28th, yep. 30th, 31st, bleeds into November. Now, 
the reason it happened in uh, 2001, September 11th, delayed everything like a week. Now it's because they have an extra week of playoffs. It's how about that mind numbingly nuts. And you think I'm the the nutbag. Christopher Mad Dog Russo, who a lot of you don't even know, uh, you know, in normal, but because we I, we occasionally have him here on the show, being completely stupid. I don't think anybody knows him, you know, like uh, who doesn't follow baseball tightly or sports nerds. Sports nerds know Chris Russo. And, you know, yeah, you got to be into sports to like Chris Russo or to even listen to him. I made the claim that I would abandon all my Cubs gear. I would get rid of my. My Cubs memorabilia. And I'm looking last night with a little tear in my eye at my autographed Ernie Banks. We got some itemizing. <laughs> we got some stuff to do. And in my head, I'm thinking, all right, why wouldn't I? You guys want to follow an underdog, that's fine. I want to follow somebody who's getting something done. I'm not getting any younger. And the Cubbies took 108 years to win a World Series. And frankly, I was a little disappointed by it. It was uh, anticlimactic after all that. Diamondbacks going, I don't have the same feelings. I'm not going to act like I'm, you know, I'm not going to go like other morning shows in town that have been here for eight seconds that are screaming and yelling. They've Wearing their jerseys and everything already. That's yuck. I'm in. You guys, I think, know me well enough by now that if I'm going to be a fan of something, I'm diving in. I get a little bit obsessive. There's some upside to it. I mean, if uh, next year or two, stadium improvement or something happens there, businessman specials, you don't have to fly anywhere. Yeah. And I'm spending a ton of money on exactly. <laughs> we go Thursday afternoon yeah. games. I got the team I support right here in town now. It's difficult. But at least I'm not Chris Russo. I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. I, I, a, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. Floored. And I'll say this right now. Just uh, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days, they win the next two games and win their series in seven games, if they win, I will, I will retire on the spot. Now, they're three hours ahead of us. Has he done it? I don't know. He has nothing's been announced as of yet. I that. What time does he go on? I don't know. It's a good question. Right, that is the type of stuff. And look, n- nobody thought he was that crazy. He said that a couple days ago. It's like they're not winning. I there's no none of you thought it. Like you all hoped for it. There's a difference between thinking, oh no, they got two in a row, easy in the bag. There's your fingers crossed. I even remember I was talking to Doug Hopkins in the booth. Up there uh, Saturday night after they lost, went down 3-2, and I'm like, taking two in Philly. Eh, it's over. It's over. We know. Everybody, nobody there was like this. But one hell of a run. But everybody was very excited. There's no one in their right mind that thought they could do this. And here they are. And you know what? So what? There are no fans in this city. It's bandwagon central. That's how you build them. So everybody's going to hop on and good. Fill it up. They they deserve it. I guess that's the best thing you can say about it. If the, my dad texted me last night. He goes, that's great for the city. It's great for the state. And I'm like, it really is. Because you think about it, in our calendar year, well, a little more than that, we're going to see a Super Bowl here in Arizona. We're going to see a World Series here in Arizona. And in a couple months, the NCAA championship in Arizona. And then you're going to get insane uh, basketball, barring, you know, the Suns won last night in Golden State, it, you know, barring an injury that stops this. You get a real 
championship contender in the NBA. I mean, this is a we are now a, a, a sports mecca. Coyotes aren't the original yeah. design. That's to why bring you get four sports. There, there. When we did it, there weren't that many four sports teams. There were you know six, seven, something like that. I don't remember, but all four major sports were here. But uh, yeah, people are like, now you're the oracle. You are the oracle now. You called this in May. I didn't call anything in May. I was making it up, lying, thinking it would be an absurd statement to make that would never have the possibility of biting me. Well, it's got me. He's on at 3 p.m. Eastern today, but no announcements have been made as of yet. Yeah. And people are telling me, you know, sell all your gear to a friend for a couple bucks. That way you actually did it. Nah. I got you. Yeah, I don't. I I, I got people who will do it. Ten cents on the dollar. I got you. That's a crap way to go out. It's just a garbage way to do it. I'm doing it. This tattoo thing's got me a little nervous because I mouthed off about that about a week and a half ago. Now they're uh, playing a team, you know, like who would you give the advantage to in the matchups? Uh, st- <laughs> Even as a super fan of the Diamondbacks because now, it was don't clear, go there. Clearly Rangers, go there. The Rangers are a better team. But don't they, go there. I know you can't. The Rangers are just, uh, I mean, you talk about the, like other the way. bullpen is unbelievable. But Scherzer, Evalde, Montgomery, you've got these pitchers coming in with the Rangers that you're going to be like, come on, who gets through this? The Astros couldn't get through it. The Astros are ridiculous. It's nuts. It's just flat nuts. So congratulations to all those people that uh, have suffered through. There aren't many of you, and I'm not going to sit and act like, you know, this is like so I got to start tolerating super fans. I'm not going to be a super fan. I'm not going to start telling you I knew this. I, I don't know anything. I've been so wrong about that, just like everyone else. So wrong about this Diamondback teams. Night after night, I've been wrong. Yesterday, I said if they get through, there's no way they bring that rookie out again and pitch. And he does the same thing. He did it again. That guy's got ace written all over him. He doesn't even know it. That team is so dopey. They don't know how to celebrate. Guy didn't even know he had a walk. Well, yeah, yeah, there was a couple moments what? where they just acted like yeah, little leaguers. Walker, they, know, just, they won the World Series, and their celebration was kind of the basic bounce around, and then just slapping high five, like, "Yep, another one." They, I don't think that they uh, immediately grasped what had happened last night. It was the, one of the most awkward post game pressers. Like they, they're in over their heads, and they seem comfortable in it. What was funny is there's a couple uh, high fives going when they're doing. Congratulating each other, it seemed like a couple of guys met for the first time. Hey, you're on <laughs> yeah, this team. Yeah, well, there. Hey, look, that uh, the pitcher who's played ten total games in his career and eight of them are in the playoffs. That guy showed up two weeks before the season ended. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I uh, I will gather up my Cubs stuff. Now, I'm going to keep some for nostalgic purposes. It is representative of my life. But this Anthony Rizzo jersey that's in our office, signed by Anthony Rizzo, framed. Beautiful. Going out the door. I got an Ernie Banks. He's well, that's got to be nostalgia. You got to hang on. Jumping up, clicking. His, where am I going to put it? I'm not a Cub fan. I guess. Clicking his heels. And it just says Ernie Banks, HOF. Oh, my God. And he's right in front of Wrigley Field clicking his heels. I've got that Steve Stone and Harry Carey painting that I got at a yeah, silent auction. Yeah, that's going to go for top dollar. <laughs> that's got to go. That is the dopiest thing I own. 
And now i got to get a painting of uh, Bob Brindley and Steve Berthume. That's going to be weird because it's a painting some woman did. Was that the uh, shot you made the call as a raffle? No. I'm going to win no, that I, and, that, and was, that uh, tournament. That was a, a raffle at uh, that uh, Dale Hellestray's basketball thing with yeah. the Cowboy players. That was out there, and I just put my name on that thing. Like, that has to come home with me. And it is this. It is a weird old lady painted Harry Carey and Steve Stone, and it's, it's interesting. It would look great in a Chicago bar. That's going. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. I got some jerseys that gone. A lot of jerseys. I got a lot of jerseys. Man. Gone. Just think of the just think of the money you could raise for lost her home and That's, the that, Arizona uh, Humane Society. So they, you're doing good. It's all because the doc, and you're right. It's for a good cause. You're right. At the end of the day. Now I'm keeping my Cubs jersey from when I threw out the nobody's going to want the Cubs jersey with Holmberg written on it. That's that. That's Don't dumb. say that. Well, <laughs> if you start bidding crazy, I'll get. You know what? Everything's got a price. It's got a. It's got a. It's like Bear Jackson. It's got a minimum. It's got a a reserve. You got a reserve. You got to oh, we'll put a reserve on that, and it'll be pretty high. Because it's a one of a kind. That is true. It's a. I mean, who wants it? I mean, you could print it yourself if you want. It's actually not a one of a kind. Just go online and make one of your own. <laughs> Probably for a whole lot less. But it's not game worn though. And it was, and it didn't. Yeah, it didn't throw out three first pitches right. at uh, Sloan Park. That's true. But still, that's kind of stupid. So what uh, do you do if they ask you this year to throw out the, a pitch at Sloan? The Cubs? Yeah. But if they start trying to woo me back, <laughs> I'd be shocked. First of all, if they're worried about losing one yeah. guy, will the Diamondbacks ask me to throw out a pitch? They don't care. Or do they? They've given me. I've got three jerseys. They just gave us for, without even asking. You got one of them. I'm going to put it on, and I'm going to go back in the office. It's sitting in the office right now. They gave us jerseys uh, this year. They gave me. Yeah, jerseys. get it on. I'm going to wear that thing today. So yeah, I got email after email. People, and uh, you know, some of you got kind of mouthy with me, like, "Don't see what you got now, bitch." What? What's wrong? Okay, what are you yelling at me for? <laughs> this guy said, and it's not a ha-ha. I've got it. All right. So if the ha-ha on this thing is that it's the same thing as that guy was complaining about Dwight Howard. Then he forcibly performed oral sex on me. If that's the worst part of your day, you had a pretty nice day. Some guy just, ah, sit down. I'm going to blow you. Nobody can hear your cries. It's like, what? This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Something I love doing. I'm being surprise blown. Is that the one in my office? That's one of them. No, no. Go up on my, it's on my shelf in, uh. And that's that's it's got my name on it. it's red Sedona red in fact I'm a big fan. <laughs> Steven says whether you follow through in your statement or not, John, just know this: you are welcomed anytime. We need more knowledgeable fans here in Arizona, and you certainly are one. Maybe this flip flop of welcoming fans aboard is what makes Arizona uh, a sad sports town. But I don't care. We need good fans. I know it was a joke. I won't rip you if you don't do it. But if you did, I simply say welcome aboard. Go D-backs. And Steve, Steve's a good dude. We know him. And, uh, yeah, thank you. And the weird part is, is I'm being welcomed by the majority of people on the uh, on the thing. John, when will you publish your Cubs inventory list? I want to get dibs in early. All right. And we'll get them up there, and we'll get that thing going. And I, I just have to itemize the pain that, uh, oh, do you want pictures of me as a five-year-old, four-year-old boy sitting on the lap of Bill Buckner and my Mean Joe Green shirt? It's like the it's it's an encapsulation it's got of my a price. life. I put yeah. a reserve on some of that oh stuff. Oh my god! 
It's a Polaroid picture of me. And I got another one of Ray Burris who pitched for the Cubs back in the late 70s. I was four. They, they, like high, high school basketball is a monster thing in Indiana. And I went to a high school basketball game, and they had a celebrity game with the Cubs. There it is. I'm going to wear regale me in my beautiful. Oh, hang on. Oh, you just put that on. Yes. Here it is. What? Look. Nice. There it goes. Here it is. This is me in my new. It looks good, I think. Look at this jersey. But it was free. Cubs gave me one. And I got one from the Cubs. But look, I'm done talking about my ex. I've moved on. This tattoo thing. I'm not a fan of tattoos. They scare me. But look at that. Huh? Hmm? Welcome aboard, right? <laughs> Popping tags. Has it still got tags on it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. There it is. Yeah, there. Now, I didn't realize that was very, very uh, bandwagony to pull the tag off right in front of everyone. There it is. Diamondbacks for life, player. I think. I don't know. I said that about the Cubs. But, you know, getting older. Why why chase something that's so cruddy? Anyway. There they were. I got to hand it to the Philly fans. Yeah, you were talking about this, but they did something I've never seen fans do. Ever in my life. Ever. And I was blown away. Now, there were no Diamondback fans in that crowd. There was a one guy behind home plate that kept shaking the old uh, Arizona. And, he was and, doing and that. And I didn't see him until... It, late. Seventh, yeah. sixth, seventh inning. Yeah, I'm he like, ah, that guy moved down, and he just had an Arizona Diamondbacks jersey on. Now, he could be like I was. Again, my, had it on reserve. my Cub fandom uh, was always in peril. They, they pissed me off a lot in 2000 and uh, maybe seven. I don't remember what year it was. Went to Played the Dodgers in the playoffs. It should have beat them. And I remember they just couldn't hit, and I was getting so pissed off sitting with all those Dodger fans. And I wasn't in Cub gear. I had a Cubs shirt on, but it wasn't like I was going crazy. And I'm like, screw this. I said, if next inning, if they don't get another, if they're still not hitting the ball, I'm, I'm one of you. And I went and bought a Manny Ramirez jersey and went crazy with the Dodger stuff for just, and they were laughing. I'm like, I'm done with this, this gaggle of losers. All they do is disappoint me. So I've done it for maybe that guy at the Phillies thing last night was doing that. Like he went and got a Diamondbacks jersey and said, screw this, I'm out. There's no way they were selling those jerseys there. No way. He had to bring that with. So maybe two or three fans total in the whole stadium, Diamondbacks fans. Diamondbacks win the, win the game. End of the game. I don't know if you guys noticed this. They're having their, uh, they are interviewing, uh, uh, I think they interviewed Ginkle, who was remarkable. Oh, yeah. That was some, some of the best postseason pitching you'll ever see out of a bullpen. That dude was, that ball was dancing. Interviewed him. I think they interviewed Corbin Carroll. There was a group of Philly fans that stuck around the entire time chasing the microphone for TBS or MLB Network, whoever was getting interviewed, just booing. I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) Philly fan took time out of his miserable night to go, you know what? it. I'm going to be a bad sport. And like a a group, loud, a group of them, Corbin Carrollson, you know, we just fought. Just screaming like you've ruined our lives. Booing them like crazy. In the, it, there were a smattering of boos as they stood and took their picture on the field as the National League champions. You hear the crowd booing. That. Now, Philly is the armpit of New Jersey. Quite literally, it is. I know it's in Pennsylvania. Don't email me, Scott. <laughs> it's in New Jersey. It's New Jersey's New Jersey. It's disgusting there. It's got history, and that's it. And it should be history. All the rest of it is the people of Philadelphia that make it Boston's Boston. It's a disgusting town. But they're so horrifyingly awful at at fandom and so intensely into what they're doing 
they they just stay fans. Even when they should just slink out of the stadium like, no, I'm going to fight them. You already lost. I'm going to fight them again. They're the guy who lays on the ground bleeding, going, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I just kicked your ass. Yeah, come back here. When I start feeling around, I'm going to kick your ass. Your arm's off. It's yeah, just yeah, a flesh wound. just a flesh wound. <laughs> I've got another. Ain't nothing. Yeah, you could chop them into a little nub and they'd be like, get out of here. I'm going to rip you in half. But you're dead. You're dying. Not dead yet. I would have loved to have seen Corbin Carroll just turn around and go, choke on a cheese stick, yeah, you yeah. piece of <laughs> Yeah, piece of <laughs> We're going to the World Series. Enjoy us on TV. With this. If you can afford it. It was, that was, I'm like, all right, tip of the cap. That's some serious fan work right there. Classless, completely childish, stupid. Basically Philly. Philly. Yep, it was 100% (laughs) Philadelphia douchebags. And that city's loaded. And Boston looks at them and goes, classless. That's all they think. They got no class. (laughs) They're disgusting Horrible people. And it was, again, I've discovered something I didn't realize until you get involved in that. Uh, Baltimore, New England, and now Philadelphia. brings a great bunch of joy to watch those fans feeling like garbage. I don't even feel that way about Dodger fans or Laker fans. I don't don't mind when they're sad because I don't think they care that much. (laughs) At least the ones you see. Because the ones in the upper deck... uh, they're the ones who actually care, but they never get TV time. They're not the fans that represent the Lakers or whatever. The Mexicans is what I'm talking about. Those guys never occasional, get the credit they deserve. Occasional sign, yeah, maybe yeah. show us. Uh, very rarely do they get anywhere past Diane Cannon's uh, you know, rotting corpse or you know, when Jack Nicholson shows up. But the Laker fan doesn't make me upset when they're sad because most of them go to a house in Calabasas and soak it off in one of their three pools. So I know that their lives don't change much. They might be a little depressed, but they'll, be, they'll get over The Mexicans. The, the ones that, you know, the, the real L.A. fans, like them being sad, that would make me happy. But I never see them happy. I only see celebrities happy with that. This is amazing. So, yeah, I've got some stuff i got to get rid of. I, and even just like basic little things, too, like all those things you buy when you're a grown-up kid like me and you've got like, you know, Wrigley Field Avenue street signs and some pennants and, and pennants. stuff. I'm, there's a pennant that I'm, I'm keeping the Bruce Suter one. Because that was the one where Dave Kingman flipped me off. What have the Cubs ever done for me? Every exactly. story I've got is like a terrible thing. I try to get Dave there Kingman. There you go. Started. That's a good one to and keep. And he threw a bird at me, and Bruce Souter came over and signed it. And then Bruce Souter became incredibly famous as the Cardinals' greatest closer of all time and one of the best contracts ever signed in baseball. Just stopped paying it last year. They've been effing you for years. Effing me forever, man. This bitch has been awful to me. And now I got this new lady down there. She's just going to go to the World Series and celebrate, maybe win it all if you want to join us. I'm like, I do. You know what? I'm doing it. And my pig wife is over there going, where are you going? You'll be back. (laughs) I'm leaving you, Cubs. I'm leaving you. And leave it to me to make the Diamondbacks World Series all about me. I think it's a fantastic move (laughs) that I've done here. Is there going to be some lady gear available, too? (laughs) That's a good question. I don't know. I what if know. she stays? Yeah, did you include Megan in this? Or no, is she? That's, okay. that's, we need to do some no. lady gear. Every single person is their own uh, independent agent. The tattoo has everybody nervous, though. I look dumb by the tattoo. We'll see. I'm very scared about that. Could turn my scars on my shoulders into D's. Yeah. <laughs> or a snake. Or a little snake, yeah. Got two good scars. They match on each side, so it could be. Make something out of that. 
and just in old English, right? He's holding a diamond box on my chest. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. I just one thing I'm already upset about is I'm wearing a shirt that says D bags. You got to stop calling them the D bags. Now that you're a fan, you, I don't you hear D bags. I hear, I hear. It's like having a kid named Aswipe. You know he's going to get to. Hey, Aswipe. All right, that's enough. You can't have. You can't just announce the. Hey, this isn't easy. Like your friend Matt O'Comer. Yeah. You just go back to you got the big A. Why do you have D-backs right now? You're just giving fans across the nation a chance to, like, that you've already, Los D-backs. You've already done the writing for them. D-backs. Hey, I can't believe this is real. Yeah, and I want to read every email that came in because they were like, oh, all right, Cuck, time to be a man of your word. <laughs> I don't know why you got to be mean. <laughs> Welcome to the fan club. We're going to win it all. We won't let you down. Uh, Dimebacks, happy to have you, John. Welcome aboard. And then, you know, all the ones. Keep your word, my friend. Welcome to the snake pit. Like, everybody wants me to keep my word, and I think it is kind of a thing. Ethan says, I don't watch sports. Uh, but last night I heard your ass clinch when the eighth inning started. <laughs> it's true. I was kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen. Is this real? Yeah. This one <laughs> that says, was the text on the seventh yeah, inning. I said it. Is this really <laughs> happening? And to me and to this. This one says, holy effing... Bye-bye, Cubbies, you f- maniac. I can't believe you said this back in May, and now you got to live up to it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Bye-bye, Cubbies. A lot of you had a lot of cuss. And a lot of you, i got to say, a lot of you Diamondback fans were very honest last night and going, look, I've been following this team for 22 years. I have no idea this would happen. Nobody had it. Nobody. Well, Dude, they were doing September call-ups to kind of just get through. They were almost, they almost said in July, let's get rid of a few guys and... and Plan for next start rebuilding. Year. I mean, get some get some players in. This isn't going anywhere. We're doing well, and then you start thinking, ah, eh. they lost nine in a row in August. Fell off the map. They were barely in the pl- crazy. More tags. It's uh, it's nuts. So congratulations to the Diamondbacks. Now we did this when the Suns went to the finals, and you realize how fleeting this actually is. You realize that it was what thirty years since the Suns had done it before. And up, uh, like, what was it, uh, 17 prior to that. So they went in 76, 93, and then again a couple years ago. Uh, Diamondbacks are, what, twenty was it 22 years removed. And so when the Suns did it, we did all a whole morning of songs from their last year. The hits from 2001. I don't know that's a good idea that today. Like, what, what brings hits us back? Hits from 2001 wouldn't be bad. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, let's see what let's find out what yeah. we got. We got 2001, songs from 2001. That, that's the last time we just we celebrate that. The last time we killed the birds. But uh, here we sit with the Diamondbacks. There's no other news in the world in this city. There's Nobody cares about Gaza and if Biden fell down or ate a cheesesteak with his, you know, choked it. I, nobody cares. But there they are. The Phillies are home. Mad Dog Russo is going to retire. And I am a D-Bags fan. Got to be kidding me. 2001 wasn't bad. Yeah. So I want to be the first to welcome you to the D-Bags fandom, John. I will be your Sherpa, and adios to Mad Dog Russo. Do you have the clip of Tori uh, Lovello? Yeah, one second. Tori Lovello uh, yesterday, a great comment. And he's another one that I, I actually have been saying this for a while. The Diamondbacks have a real good manager and have for a long time. That dude, is a, a, he has always gotten the most out of nothing. When they were terrible, 
110 losses two years ago, when they were terrible, he still managed to get them to play hard. And then when they weren't supposed to be good, they were better than they should have been. Last year especially, when you're like, who is this? He just gets the most out of garbage. And to his credit, they didn't uh, get rid of him because somebody saw it. And I don't know, I don't even know who the Diamondbacks general manager is. I forgot his name. But that Derek Hall? Uh, is he the – no, he's the like, – CEO. Yeah, no, he's one of the VPs of player management. They absolutely should have fired Tory Lovello. The pressure had to be like, he just lost 110 games. You don't keep a manager after that. And then the next year, what's Mike he? Hazen. Mike Hazen, that's right. And he's on last night. Like, you stick with Tory Lovello because they actually recognize in their own wisdom, we've given him nothing. And this guy's managed to do something with it every single season except one when they were just nobodies. So that's, anybody more deserving than uh, Tory Lovello, I don't know who it is. And everybody's learning his name now. He's been here for a long time. And everybody's kind of sitting back learning his name, which is deserving. But he had this to say about – do you have a thing about – I have uh, the the press conference beforehand. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. This is what he said when he found out that Mad Dog mouth. Russo had decided to uh, – Hang on. I have to approve my uh, – Oh, jeez. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, I will get to it. I told you I heard from um, former Diamondback who, who scored the winning run in Game 7, Jay Bell. Yeah. He, he was the first one. He sent me the Russo thing. I hope yes, he holds right. to his yeah. word. Everybody, everybody hates Russo because he's New York, uh, but yeah, and Jay Bell wanted him. Everybody's kind of <laughs> he, look. He's got me topped in a huge way. He's taken away his livelihood. And how's he weasel out of this? Because as a sports guy, I listen to Russo because I find him entertaining in the in the way he is designing that show to be entertaining. He's super knowledgeable, but he's New York annoying on purpose. But he loses a ton of credibility if he goes, I was, I was just playing around. Never mind. No big deal. Diamondback surprised me. And here we go. So if he doesn't follow, like this was a big admission of like, I don't know. Basically he's saying, I he don't know. He can dance around that. Yeah, so he, he, he I don't takes think so. a week off. Uh, and then, then says, comes you know, out of Tom Brady came out of retirement. Yeah, it, that kind of thing. Gronkowski. Is, but yeah. that, the dangerous thing is if I backed out of this fan thing, people like, ah, in a couple of weeks they forget. When you're a sports fan especially a New York one, and your dude is basically saying, my credibility is shot because I'm a baseball lunatic. I see it clearly. That's why I have a job to tell you what's happening in baseball. And when you miss like this over and over and then put your flag in the idea, it's like I'm so bad at this season and seeing what's going on that I actually staked my career on it and said, if the Diamondbacks are in, I don't know what I'm talking about. You got to step away. He's got to do the job. Tori Lovello had this. This was pretty great before the game last night, which I love. Oh, he's got a commercial or something. I know that Mad Dog has a show and he's got to do his thing, um, but I would love to see him quit if we won today. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's nothing. There's nothing better than a wise guy New Yorker saying something and then having to chomp on those words. So that's how I'm processing it, and it'll be great. He's a friend of mine. I love Mad Dog. Um, and I know that he's going to end up hearing this, and I didn't want to really get into this, but um, I did. And we have a little thing going on about um, about it, and I think you just internally use it as motivation. And they did. Man, did they ever. That's awesome. Mad Dog Russo's good. He's got to retire. If Stephen A. Smith said something like that, the whole world would root for whatever he said. Like, oh, my sweet Jesus, we got to get him out of there. But that's the type of stuff we got uh, with uh, Mad Dog. I think it's great. So go Diamondbacks, go fans. Everybody go buy a jersey. Everybody bandwagon this thing. If you're not a fan of something, you don't have passion. Like, I'm dumping a ton of passion. 
If you don't have uh, a ton of passion, get on board. Why not? What do you got to lose? This one Everyone says, has their wow. limits. This guy, Trevor, says, John, uh, I, Diamondback fan, have pardoned you for the 518 D-backs comments. You don't have to sell your stuff, but you can enjoy this ride with us. And then this one says, uh, please publish your Cubs inventory list immediately. I want to get my bids in now. <laughs> yes, I know. That's, you're not the only one that said that. My friend Jim Wilson, who's a big Cubs fan, said, I get first dibs on a lot of that stuff. I'm like, no, you don't. No dibbing. Jim, you can't go cheap on this one. you got to bid with the rest of them. Well, what that Ernie Banks picked? I don't know. It's going up. You can put in your initial bid. We'll start at that. Yeah, and it'll all be to raise money for the, uh, we'll go Lost Our Home Pet Rescue for this one because that's the theme this week with the Night of the Singing Dead. I still can't believe it's happening. Night of the Singing Dead has changed now. Not anything different on dates and Going to do a viewing party at Copper Blues and CB Live because the games are Friday and Saturday night, so they'll start at like 5 or 6, probably end about 9. So you get tickets to that, you go down there and get a viewing party together and all that other stuff. We'll watch the games, and it's going to be upsetting because if they lose, you have a crowd of, like, sad sacks. You know, people who have, like, just watched something kind of bleh, mope through. And then we got to go up and uh, do Night of the Sing Dead. We'll cheer you up. Nothing better to get you out of that ballroom. Yeah, that's true. It's a good way to look at it. But still, a crowd of people who've just been kicked in the nuts is not a great crowd to play for. But we'll do it. Hey, you're a D-backs fan now. I'm you a can't D-backs say that. fan. That's right. Yeah, I got a sweep. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I, 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 I want to make some other wild don't, claims. Don't, <laughs> don't go there. Do it. Don't go there, Russo. <laughs> it just seems like. I'll tell you this right now, everyone. Listen to me. Mad Dog Russo. If the Diamondbacks win the World Series, I double down right here. If the Diamondbacks win the World Series, Brady. Yeah. I'll have sex with your wife. I promise that. I what? God, I will have sex with all your wives. <laughs> if the Diamondbacks win the World Series, I'm going to have sex with everybody's wife ever of all time. And I will transition into a woman immediately afterwards. <laughs> That's going to happen. Mark my words. Write it down. 618-1025-23. I, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, will not only have sex with your wives, impregnate most of them, I will then transition into a female named Teresa. Teresa Mad Dog Russo is what I will be. I retire and come back as a female sportscaster and I'll do nothing but WNBA talk because I don't know about baseball. That's all there is to it, Brady. That's it. Today I will do my final show as a baseball analyst with a penis. <laughs> Tomorrow That's the a transition. Bet. I go That's over a to, bet. I'm heading over to Johns Hopkins, going to Baltimore, going to go to the, go to the hospital. I'm going to say, I want this removed. My name is Teresa. I identify as a woman because I don't know what baseball is anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. How can I identify as a man? I will be a chick. Move your platform to WNBA. That's right. All WNBA. Everything. All of it. Girl soccer, girl basketball. That's what I'm going to talk about. Count on it. Goodbye, dick. That's going to be amazing. 2020 lineup for the Sparks. (laughs) Liberty. That's right, Brady, and I'll give you the old timeies too. I'll give you the Houston Comets. I'll go back all the way there. Four time champions, four in a row, and then they went out of business. Imagine that. I don't know how that league works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mad Dog Russo. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, let's get a wake up song. I would do it from 2001. Toledo printed a list. It's not so bad. Yeah, I was just looking at it. Uh, Bodies was in there. Bodies is in there. 
We could we could run this. Let's run this entire playlist today. Back going back to two thousand one. If we're gonna do throwback stuff, look at what we've got. This is a nice list. Chop suey. Yeah, I mean, you go all the way down to the ending, and you've got a couple of gems still. Hashpipe from Weezer is yeah. the thirty fourth of the top forty songs of two thousand one in the world. We'll do it. Put these together. Voices from Disturbed. Nice. Yeah, they got some good stuff in here. Afro man, because I get high. <laughs> because I get high. Because I get high. <laughs> All right, we'll get that together. Diamondback Fan City. Uh, and again, everybody can sit and go, oh, I'm going to get, uh, you know, curmudgeons and wet blankets. You know what? I don't want to hear from your crusty ass. Go listen to Beth. This is stupid. I don't care about you. I'm having fun, and that's the whole idea. That's the key. And we're going to raise some money. I got some good stuff. We'll raise some money for a charity as I abandon my childhood passion. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to leave one thing for a brand new thing. I know. Got a lot of history there. But girls all, do it all the time. Chicks do it constantly. What are we talking? You're right. <laughs> chicks do it all the time. But at least, but I should at least get half of the Cubs. Oh, that's I, true. I, like, that's I should true. get like half. Proceeds. I should get half. I'm like, if I'm going to leave, I should be like, I'm not happy with you. I should still get half of your stuff. But I'm a man. I leave with nothing. And I start fresh. Like a real human being should. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. Go D-backs. Unbelievable. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD.